0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. But now it's time to talk to our good friend Scott Hamilton about business and finance and who's got the money, who hasn't got the money. Good morning, mate.
1: Good morning,
0: Kim. How are you? Look, I'm good. Look, just before you get into your numbers, which we love to get, um, you're probably reading them too. There's starting to be a lot of stories about how concerned they are uh, in the rest of Europe about this ongoing conflict that's happening in, well, all over the Middle East now and what might be doing uh, to, I know uh, we shouldn't be thinking about the economy in terms of the absolute tragedy that's happening there, but it's going to be a flow on effect. The concern is there.
1: Look, no doubt, Tim, um, we saw with the escalation with the US and the UK involvement in the, uh, the Red Sea uh, over the course of this week. Uh, markets are becoming very nervous about that. So there's a real life toll, of course, but there's also a flow on effect in terms of uh, global economies and uh, financial markets more broadly. So um, it is one. And if I do look at the US at the moment, their, their market, in fact, the Dow Jones is down 146 points mm. uh, uh, with uh, concerns of that in nature right now.
0: Yeah, and it's, uh, well, it's a concern for all of us. I mean, the world's in a very parlous state. And uh, as it happens, Scott, it always happens. Uh, the market always reacts one way or the other, doesn't
1: it? Absolutely. And I mean, even if I look at even more sort of uh, unusual, but uh, maybe our listeners, but the Doomsday clock, of course, we we know that that's 90 seconds towards midnight and, uh, you know, just as close as uh, it's ever been in um, and uh, something that, um, in fact, the statement uh, for this calendar year will be coming out on the twenty fourth of January. So that's one to uh, to watch because that factors in all things um, uh, in terms of where the global economy is, but more importantly, um, where the um, the issues and threats are to uh, um, and what they call an end point, if you like. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And uh, our RBA, of course, uh, has left us alone for a while, but uh, they're back in February.
1: They certainly are on the first Tuesday of February, and. Uh, I'll be looking at the data, and if I look, uh, and it's a nice little segue if you like there, Tim, but if I look at the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the ABS, well, that released its monthly uh, household spending indicator report yesterday, and it found that November last year, household spending actually increased 3.1% through the year. And uh, interestingly to note, services spending increased up 6.2%, whereas goods uh, spending was flat. So if I look at our non discretionary spending, that is spending on our transport, health and food, well, that was up 5.8%. In particular, transport costs well were up 8.3%, um, specifically around the fuel cost. Uh, as we know, throughout the year last year, uh, fuel and uh, prices at the pump were very much elevated. Uh, in terms of health, well, that was up 7.8%. Post COVID and, and obviously with our ageing our population, um, we also overlay mm. that with uh, a number of increases throughout the year to go see our GP. So that all added to that uh, that uh, increase in health and. Uh, And food, of course, has increased. But look, in terms of a discretionary spend, uh, as a nation, we still really love going out. And if I look at hotels, cafes and restaurants, well, they're up 5.8%. And if I look specifically to states, the Northern Territory, well, their spending in that sector was up Mm. 22.4%.
0: Victoria
1: up 9.2%. ACT up 8.2%. New South Wales were a little bit more modest uh, at up 2.4%. So as a nation, we still love going out and having a glass of wine or a coffee or a a meal or so it's something that the um rba will be factoring in in terms of inflationary numbers or, or leading indicators for inflation but look Tim, if i look towards the us uh well, their producer price index uh, for december has just been released in the last few hours and the ppi over the, in the states was down mm-hmm. 0.1 so it was below expectations of plus 0.1 for december and look as we know ppi well that's the average change over time for prices that domestic producers actually receive their output so it's really a domestic story and in particular in the us so we saw in the us declining cost in fuel and food uh, and that really does support that data going forward so um, the us ppi has now fallen for three consecutive months and it really Mm. indicates that their consumer price index their cpi should fall in line with its target of two percent in this calendar year and it obviously has a flow-on effect in terms of us rates as we know us cpi is at 3.4 percent their policy cash target rate is at 5.25 to 5.5 percent so the financial markets in the states are looking at a possible rate cut as early as march of this uh, this calendar year so that's one to watch uh, interestingly enough as well uh overseas taiwan what well, goes to the polls today so that's one that markets will be watching again uh, and there's that little bit of nervousness and as i said with that of course the dow jones well that's down 146 points 37,564 points. Australian market, well, the Australian uh, ASX 200, that closed down seven points uh, at 7,498 points yesterday. Uh, in Japan uh, in Asia, they were mostly, Japan was up, but uh, Asia mostly down. Europe was up. Um, the UK, uh, the FTSE was up 48 points at 7,624 points. In terms of currencies, uh, the Aussie dollar was mixed against the currencies, played against the US dollar at 66.92 cents and uh, slightly down against the yeah, Kiwi, with the New Zealand dollar at $1.07. In terms of oil, oil was up $0.89 cents at $72.91 US a barrel. Gold, gold continues to rise up $36 or up 1.78% to $2,055.20 US an ounce. And in terms of data releases there, uh, Tim, we look towards next Tuesday building mm-hmm. approvals for November. And then next Thursday, the one to watch is uh, labour force data. For December, as we know, unemployment uh, at the moment is three point nine percent here in Australia. So uh, uh, we've seen that tick up slightly, but we do know that, uh, or note that, in December there's a lot of uh, casuals and part timers are employed, so that uh, may yeah, remain yeah. steady at three point nine. So that's really where the market uh, lies uh, for the uh, for the end of the week.
0: Yeah, that's a, still a low number though, isn't it? Three point nine percent for unemployment. It's a low number.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we look at uh, the RBA um, are looking at sort of somewhere between four and a half to four and uh, three quarters of one percent by the end of this calendar year is unemployment. So it's still very, very low.
0: All right, mate. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day.
1: You have a great uh, day, a great weekend. Thanks so much, Tim.
0: Business and finance commentator Scott Hamilton.
1: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more.